Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Jim Carrey movies. Now, I gotta say, I enjoyed re-watching a lot of these movies. I've been a huge fan of Jim Carrey throughout my entire life. And in re-watching these movies, I need to specify that these are movies that I love of Jim Carrey's today as a 41-year-old grown-ass adult. Uh, These aren't necessarily going to be movies that I just loved growing up because let me tell you, there are some of his movies that just didn't hold up that are classic Jim Carrey movies. Don't get me wrong. He has done a ton of classic films uh, but and classic performances as well. But this is specific. These are movies that I feel are not only his best performances, but best movies by far that are featuring Jim Carrey that are, you know, uh, Jim Carrey movies. That is him. So let's get it started, shall we, with my top five. My fifth favorite Jim Carrey film is a dark comedy. I think one of the... The only times he's really been in a dark comedy, I think. Uh, But it's one that uh, was a movie that I didn't really like as much, probably because it was dark comedy. Uh, But in revisiting it, it is a classic. It is amazing how many amazing actors are in this movie. And, of course, I am talking about the 1996 classic The Cable Guy. Uh, Obviously... See, this is directed by Ben Stiller, which if you are a fan of Severance, uh, Ben Stiller has come a long way uh, from directing The Cable Guy. But this cast is stacked. You have, obviously, Jim Carrey is The Cable Guy. Uh, You have Matthew Broderick is kind of our main character. You have uh, Leslie Mann, Jack Black. You have uh, Ben Stiller as kind of like this peripheral character. You have Owen Wilson in this movie. You have so many crazy... David Cross. uh, So many great actors in this comedic actors in this dark comedy. Uh, So good. Obviously, this is back in the day when cable was a thing, when people used to watch cable. And the idea was you slip your cable guy 50 bucks and he'll give you all the channels. Uh, which is kind of a thing that was a thing. You know, it was either paying your cable guy 50 bucks or you get the black box. You, you are of an age, if you know what getting the black box is when it comes to TV. Uh, and uh, come to find out that the cable guy isn't really a cable guy. He's just a crazy person that keeps stalking people. Also, somebody that's very uh, forward thinking about the Internet. that hadn't been really a thing yet, Uh, the World Wide Web, as it were, uh, that was uh, presented by, symbolized by a giant satellite dish. Uh, But just such a great movie. Uh, The the, uh, medieval times part of the movie was so much fun. Uh, The manipulation of everything that he's doing. Matthew Broderick probably playing the best kind of compliment to that type of Jim Carrey character 
And uh, a wacky character from Jim Carrey. A dark, comedic performance from him. And uh, just a movie. And it's like there's also this like side story of this trial that's going on that was like the Melendez kids, which was a real crime. But in this one, it was the Ben Stiller was playing uh, these twins that killed their parents. And it's like this trial that's going on in the background of this movie, this like this subplot, this like C plot that's going on throughout this whole movie. And at the very end, when Jim Carrey's character uh, falls down and lands on the the uh, satellite dish is just as everybody is about to hear the verdict of this popular trial. Um, a lot of fun. So much fun. Uh, and a great performance from Jim Carrey. Dark comedic performance, which you really just don't see. Uh, so coming in at number five is The Cable Guy. Moving on to my fourth favorite Jim Carrey film this is a movie, another movie, kind of ahead of its time, I would say. Uh, a mixture of comedy and drama. We get to see a little bit more, more of a grounded Jim Carrey performance in this movie. And not one that's like in a rom-com or anything like that, but also a very high-concept type of idea. Uh, and this movie came out two years later, and I'm talking about from 1998, The Truman Show. Uh, just such a great movie directed by Peter Weir, uh, obviously starring Jim Carrey. Uh, you also have Ed Harris. Uh, you have, um, God, what, what's the other guy's name? You, I, you got some big stars in this movie. Um, Jim Carrey, the premise is that it's a reality TV show. Uh, he was one of multiple kids who were cast to be the star of this show. Truman just happened to be born on the correct day uh, for the airing of the premiere, and his entire life has been spent inside this gigantic fictional place, uh, this gigantic fictional seaside town uh, where he grew up, and everybody in the town are actors. There's hidden cameras everywhere. Uh, everything's funded by product placement. Uh, it is a show that I feel like is way ahead of its time. I mean, as far as reality TV goes, this was, I don't know when the real world came out and uh, was probably around around this time as well. But to the extent that this movie tries to portray this world that Truman lives in uh, is, is crazy. It's so much fun. It feels like a Black Mirror episode way before Black Mirror existed. That kind of high concepty kind of science fiction type of a thing. It's also about Truman overcoming his fears and conquering his fears uh, to follow true love, uh, despite them trying to manufacture these these loves for him. There are aspects of this movie that that are kind of tough, like the logistics of it are kind of tough to hold in my brain, right? Very similarly to uh, Bong Joon-ho's Snowpiercer, which I talked about last week, how the logistics of how that train works is kind of a problem. In my head, the logistics of how the Truman Show works is kind of a problem. Uh, but still, if, if you can let go of the logistics of it, uh, it is very dark. 
like how they manipulate him, how they they kill his dad, quote unquote, kill his dad. It makes him think his dad died in order to scare him away from trying to ever leave their island. It, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. I would almost love to see this movie made by somebody like a Charlie Kaufman. It definitely has like Synecdoche, New York vibes to it. Like to see a dark, gritty retelling of this, uh, despite the fact I think Jim Carrey was great, right? He's a great balance of being able to show that crazy side when he starts seeing through the the bullshit of everything and, and starting to kind of get unhinged himself. Uh, it, it works so great for him. Laura Linney plays a great his his wife in this. Uh, she's great. Just uh, overall wonderful movie. Uh, so dark. Like I watching it now, I just never really conceptualized how dark it is. You know, to for that reality to be a thing where people are obsessed with this kid who grew up on a TV and you could just watch it 24-7. I loved it. Uh, and, and a great movie and uh, a great kind of, I guess, like, cable guy a little bit. Jim Carrey stepping out of just the super goofball roles. But then Truman Show showing that he can have just just good acting chops. Like, he can get, get uh, he doesn't have to just be the goofball. Like, he can play a straight guy. Like just a straight, not sexually straight, but like he can play a a just a regular person that still has the Jim Carrey charm to him. Anyway, number four, The Truman Show. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Moving on to my third favorite Jim Carrey film. There had to be a goofball comedy. I mean, it's the thing that Jim Carrey, I would say, is most known for. However, I would say the majority of those goofball comedies just don't hold up. Despite how funny they were as a, as a kid, me growing up, watching a lot of these goofball movies, watching them today, they don't ha- pack the same punch. They have problems. I have issues. They're kind of a bummer in a lot of ways. And they'll always be great, don't get me wrong, but there is one goofball comedy that I think is the best. I think it transcends. It is him working with, I think, the, the directors that made him one of the best goofball comics, and those directors being the Farrelly brothers. And this movie, this goofball comedy movie starring Jim Carrey, came out in the year 2000, and that movie is Me, Myself, and Irene. Just a hilarious film. It... It really is a movie that showcases not only 
Jim Carrey's acting abilities, playing these two different personalities, but also showing his physical abilities, showing his ability to act and perform with just his face. Uh, it gives him a, a nice love interest with uh, Renee Zellweger, Bridget Jones herself. You have his three kids, which are hilarious. Like the, the just so much of this movie is hilarious and holds up so so good. From his family to him being a cop and being kind of like the good cop, to having him be Hank and also Charlie. And when he's Hank, it's like so clear. Like the the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde of it all is so well performed by Jim Carrey. Uh, so great robert foster is amazing chris cooper is great in this movie uh just from top to bottom one of the most hilarious and it's a movie that like i don't feel bad watching it i still laugh at a shit ton of this movie it is so fun probably my favorite i think it was my favorite fairly brothers i forget i'd have to go back to uh my top five fairly brothers movies but um Definitely had to have at least one goofball comedy from uh, Jim Carrey's oeuvre of films. And uh, Me, Myself, and Irene was definitely my favorite of that. And it holds up the best. So it, that's why it's here on my list. Uh, because it holds up the best. There's not, there's not aspects of it where it's like, oh, it's just kind of dumb to be dumb. Or it's just like not offensive. It's, you know, especially in the world we're living in today. Uh, so coming in at number three is me, myself, and Irene. My second favorite Jim Carrey film is a movie I did not like when I first watched it. On first viewing, I was like, I, I just didn't like it, didn't get it. I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mood when I watched it. I don't know if I was really paying attention, maybe. I don't know why I didn't like it, but I didn't like it. And I wasn't even going to rewatch it for this, but I ended up rewatching it for this. And I'm so happy I did because it became instantly one of my favorites. Obviously, it's coming here at number two. It's coming in over me, myself, and Irene. This is a movie that's not only a comedy, that's not only got drama, but it's also a movie genre that I really love. And that movie genre is the con man genre. Uh, this movie apparently based on a true story. Uh, this movie co-starring Ewan McGregor. This movie came out in 2009, and that movie is I Love You, Philip Morris. When I first watched this movie, I did not like it. I don't know why. Maybe I was more homophobic when I first watched it in 2009. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's one of many factors that played a part in me not liking this. But he is a gay man as well as Ewan McGregor. They are in love. And Jim Carrey's character is the best con man trying to make this fairy tale life for him and his partner. And doing so, like, the, the sh him, how he's able to con his way out of prison so many times. Like, it gets to a point where he's just, like, effortlessly getting out of prison multiple times. Hilarious hilarious i love the relationship between the two of them ewan mcgregor and jim carrey i think they pull it off completely well jim carrey loses a bunch of weight 
in this movie because he's pretending to have AIDS in order for one of his scams to get out of prison. Uh, his ability to get these jobs and to get this money to afford the lifestyle that he wants. It is a crazy ride that you go on following Jim Carrey and his love, Steve Russell, his character's name, and his love for Philip Morris, played by Ewan McGregor. I like amazing performance. Obviously, the comedic aspects of Jim Carrey are effortless. He can pull off comedy, but it also he's playing like this unhinged con man guy where he has immense confidence. He's, you know, clearly like able to do the dramatic stuff, too, which I love Jim Carrey's dramatic acting. But from top to bottom, such an amazing movie. Leslie Mann in this one as well. Um I love this movie so much, and rewatching it, I'm so glad I did. That's why one of the reasons I love doing these top fives, because it, for, it gives me a reason. It forces me to revisit movies and and maybe recontextualize them, watch them, knowing, you know, getting either into the the mode and the vibe of a director or just seeing uh, an actor's work in whole. Uh, gives me new perspective on the different films. And this one, I think, is probably one of Jim Carrey's best performances because it's so different than everything else that he's done. Um, and it's so well done. It's a great story, but Jim Carrey's performance in this, like, this is his masterful performance, I would say. Not my favorite of his movies, but definitely my second favorite with his performance. Ewan McGregor's great. I absolutely love this movie. So glad I rewatched it. Number two, number two is I Love You, Philip Morris. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus so sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And my number one favorite Jim Carrey film, if you know me, you know this movie is my number one. And that movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is one of my favorite movies in general, aside from Jim Carrey. It is easily the best Jim Carrey performance uh, he's able to pull out. I mean, it's far more dramatic than everything else he's done. Uh, it's written by my favorite screenwriter, Charlie Kaufman. It is directed by one of my favorite directors, Michael Gondry. Uh, just a super interesting, high-concept premise in a lot of ways similar to The Truman Show, which I would love to see, like I said, 
Charlie Kaufman or even Michael Gondry doing a uh, Tr- Truman Show remake. Uh, this movie is about love. This movie is about loss. This movie is about how you cannot run away from the connection of love and how that connection echoes in eternity, no matter how hard you try to erase it. Uh, it is a theme that is featured in a lot of movies that that speak about love, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, Kate Winslet being the person that he's in love with, uh, and they erase memories, so they're able to erase past memories, past relationships, because it's too painful in a lot of ways, very similar to the show Severance in some ways, choosing to, to run away from memories in your head and erasing them for part of your life. Uh, it is surreal. It is amazing. It uh, allows Jim Carrey to not only be dramatic, but also uh, be childlike in a lot of ways. It is a movie that I have watched a ton of times, and it is one of my, like I said, one of my favorite movies, and one of the movies where Jim Carrey showed that he can do anything with acting. I mean, he, sh- he gave hints of it with Truman Show. Uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, definitely. I think this came out after I Love You, Philip Morris, right? That was 2008, right? 2009 was Philip Morris, so this came out before 2004. So this is Jim Carrey kind of stepping back into uh, when he went to Philip Morris, kind of doing a little, little, he's like adding a little bit more of that Jim Carrey flavor to it. Uh, but yeah, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, hands down my favorite movie, my favorite Jim Carrey movie, my favorite Jim Carrey performance, possibly. I love you, Philip Morris. I would say can contend with that, but I love the story. I love the vibes of this movie. I love the surreal aspect of it, uh, and it's easily my number one. The Sp- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind as my number one. Now, obviously, there are people outraged that I did not put certain movies, certain all-time classic Jim Carrey goofball comedies on this list. And let me tell you, they were at one point, but as I rewatched these movies, I just couldn't keep them there because there are aspects in all of these movies that just didn't hold up. Dumb and Dumber probably holds up, but it's like, and also, obviously, great performance, super funny but it just didn't have like the story was kind of whatever i don't know there's aspects of it that didn't make it number one and being dumb for the sake sake of comedy is so overdone i think they do it the best in dumb and dumber obviously the title but even still as a fairly brothers comedy i think me myself and irene is is levels above dumb and dumber so Having a Fairly Brothers comedy with Jim Carrey, I had to put me, myself, and Irene. And, you know, for a while, Dumb and Dumber was number five, but I had to take it off. Uh, the Mask, huge fan of The Mask growing up as a child. It was my personality. I would quote The Mask always. And rewatching it, it is fun. It is, he is a cartoon character, but it is a kid's movie. And... I just, as an adult, I don't have the love for it that I did as a kid. But I did enjoy revisiting it. It has been easily a decade plus since I've watched The Mask. 
And despite the fact I know all the lines to the mask, despite the fact that I grew up quoting it, I, I absolutely love the mask. It just couldn't make the list, right? Maybe I could have put it at five just to show some love to, like, the comic, his ability to be a live-action comedy uh, animated character. Uh, but, yeah, the mask didn't make it. Liar, liar, I loved as well. The hook, the claw. <laughs> Carrie Elwes in, in that is hilarious as well. Uh, fun, romantic comedy. Uh, this pen is royal blue. So many great lines again. There was an homage to that in uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, when he's playing a, uh, he's playing a lawyer in that, pretending to be a lawyer in that movie. But then there's also a character that asks how, how it's hanging. And, uh, or he asks the character how it's hanging, and he gives the same answer that he gives in uh, Liar, Liar. Um, but it's a movie that, like, when I'm watching it, just the reality of this movie, Liar, Liar, like, he's a bad dad, and he has to tell the truth. Okay. They decide to move out of nowhere to Chicago because he let him down again. Like, the, the idea that they would just pack... They didn't even pack... They just leave. They're just going to leave. And he has to, like, track them down on them. The end of Liar, Liar, I have problems with. I love the movie. It is a classic movie. Classic lines. Him figuring out how to win his court case despite having to tell the truth is hilarious. The premise of it being a lawyer that can't lie is hilarious, but... It just it has the movie itself has problems. Uh, yes, man was a lot of fun. I I love Yes, man as well. It it has a similar vibe to Liar Liar, but um, just you know it was a fun movie. But I I think the movies I put on my list have a little bit more oomph. Uh, man on the Moon I did not get a chance to rewatch. It is a movie that I absolutely love, uh, but I do remember that movie being a big bummer. Uh, so for that reason, it didn't make the list. I didn't get to watch it, so it didn't make the list. Uh, and then also just the kind of the backstory behind it, uh, him playing Charlie Kaufman, how he was like in character the whole time. There's a documentary that's uh, pretty interesting about the making of that movie and how painful it was to work with Jim Carrey the whole time. Um, so I think it's an authentic portrayal of charlie kaufman but uh or maybe is it kaufman not charlie kaufman um anyway a great movie but it didn't i, I didn't get to watch it and it, i don't think it would have made my list anyway because uh, i there's as far as dramatic performances eternal sunshine uh and even i love you philip morris i think are are better dramatic uh representations of what jim carrey can do and then obviously the Ace Ventura, the the kind of penultimate, the ultimate uh, goofball comedies of Jim Carrey, uh, the whole transgender uh, Finkel is Einhorn thing doesn't hold up, uh, and uh, I never really liked the second one as much as the first one, and the first one has those issues uh, with that not holding up, so they didn't make it. It was kind of, it was a bummer, but e also easy to not add those. I mean, they are classic performances from Jim Carrey. I just think the movies themselves don't hold up as well. So as far as the goofball comedies, me, myself, and Irene is really doing the heavy lifting as far as that representing his, his career. And that's why I put it at number three. 
Uh, so anyway, one more time. This is my top five Jim Carrey movies. Starting off, number five is The Cable Guy. Number four is The Truman Show. Number three is Me, Myself, and Irene. Number two is I Love You, Philip Morris. And my number one favorite Jim Carrey movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Let me know how you would rank the Jim Carrey movies on social media. Hit me up uh, in the comments. Let me know. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more of the goofball comedies in many people's lists. Uh, but this is my list. It's all subjective, people. Uh, but I'd be interested to hear your defense of your list or just to hear your list in general. So do that uh, in the comments. Keep it wacky. Smokin'. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.